It's not the main quest, just the side adventure. It's not with the whole gang, just one of them. Not the main quest, just a side adventure. Look, someone had to miss because they had some other stuff to do that day. But this is what you get. You get a one-on-one -on -one session with one of your favorite characters. At least in the top five. Maybe, well, I guess maybe the top six or seven by now, but... Back to the song. Not the main quest, just the side adventure. Sometimes you have to go off on your own. Worldwalkers, side adventure. Why is this still going on? I don't know. Welcome to Worldwalkers, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast played by professional cartoonists. I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers. This is part two of Fun Times in the Forest, the side adventure of Tin and Ertleby. I can't wait for you guys to hear this one, so I'm just going to go ahead and get out of the way and get right into the episode. Enjoy. I get the feeling it's almost like we're going through the Olympics of the forest. <laughs> if we follow the rules, we might be rewarded. But if we don't, and then Tin kind of like quickly glances back at the chasm with the where the vines and stuff were, it's like, uh, it'll bitch slap you. <laughs> so <laughs> I think for now, we're best doing what the forest wants. Ertleby would nod um, and like squeeze Tin's hand. And she'd, she'd also uh, turn to the forest and kind of like open her heart and like also say this out loud and be like, forest, I came in here. Not expecting to have such fun times. <laughs> On our way through here originally, we saw some hobgoblins. And I just wanted to, honestly. The like, wind picks up and kind of races around you guys, almost tickling you. <laughs> and then it moves on. Do you like those hobgoblins? It, you just get the sensation like... Like, it kind of, there's this feeling that washes over of you of, like, almost like a shoulder shrug, like, why worry? That's pretty chill, bruh. <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> and then, further down the path, there is a figure that's slowly walking towards you. Uh, oh my god, Paddington? Hard to say. I mean, you're just getting, like, right over the horizon, essentially. Uh... Can I use my keen old lady eyes, my keen 50-year-old eyes, <laughs> to, to t detect everything I can about this approacher? So once the figure comes close enough, you to start identifying features. You can see that she stands over eight feet in height. Her upper body is slender and clothed in leaves that fade from deep purple to soft white. Her skin is mauve, along with the fur that lines the lower half of her horse-like body. Her hooves make no sound as they meet the ground. She comes to you with a welcoming smile. There's no hesitation in her approach. She simply approaches you the way an old friend would. Her ears kind of pull back and have a bit of a um, point to them as well. And she comes up to you and she's smiling and she nods and she's like, welcome friends. 
Is this a centaur? And she kind of takes a step back and she's like, mm, a centaur would be part human. Whatever she is, she's beautiful. Also, and she's um, kind of blushes, and even the leaves about her kind of blush a little bit. Like the 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 deeper purples go to almost more of a, like a highlighted red, and yeah, she's kind of flushes. <laughs> oh, fair friend, greetings. I am Ertelby Withers, and this is my beloved companion, Din. Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, she nods and she says, uh, welcome to the forest. I'm so glad to have you. Uh, we heard that there was some excitement about some people that were coming in, but you two are very unique individuals. Well, we are from the steampunk planet of Cog. There aren't that many plants there. My garden was one of the the biggest in all of Fallis, and it was like two inches. She kind of shakes her head. Like, I don't know what that means, but all right. <laughs> Where are we, friend? <laughs> the forest. But we are from a completely different world. You're going to have to spell it out for all of us, oh, like from um, the beginning. Sure. You've been welcomed into the very spirit of the forest. And she starts to walk forward. And I can answer any questions you want until we get to the next destination. But yeah, this is this. I mean, you're, you know, anyone can walk through a forest. But you two are walking inside the forest. Uh, forgive me if I sound ignorant, because um, Tin, Tin, you know, she might be gruff, but she recognizes when, like, you know, she's not like a jerk or anything. So she's probably, uh, she realizes like, especially with her question earlier, she doesn't want to like offend. It's like, um, excuse me if this is an ignorant question. Are you the spirit of the forest? No, no, I, I am a grove keeper. I help speak for the forest. And I, a long time ago, back when the forest were in their infancy, me and my kind would help grow and take care of the forest. It's been a very long time since the forest needed a mother. But at <laughs> one point, that's probably what I was. What an um, honor to meet the mother of the forest. Oh, I'm, I'm not, mother. I'm not. Oh, your mother too? Of many children and many, many grandchildren. She just kind of uh, gives you like a little bit of a, mm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> almost a playful like, hmm, I know how that happens. And <laughs> she just keeps walking. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> hey. We kind of like wink at each other. Yeah, yeah. We, look at, we both look at Tin at the same time and we're like, so, are you seeing anybody? Or <laughs> any well, plans she, for? <laughs> well, she does smile Tim's and she's like, like, it was smart to come here without Mr. Withers. Without what? No. Oh, Mr. Withers. Yeah, I thought, sorry. Uh, poor Otto passed away a few years ago, lives on in my heart. Is this a ladies-only kind of thing here? She just kind of shakes her head. No, 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 no. I just mean more that, well, that's too bad they passed away. You'll never have to worry about that here. So I'm really glad you came then. I'm sorry that you had to suffer through those kind of mortal pains. And she keeps walking. And we're following her. Yep, yep. Tintin would again, like, be like, uh, what? What is? What is your name, uh, Miss 
Yisrael. Mistress. What, uh, is Israel? Israel. Israel. Yes. Real. Yes. Israel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Miss Miss Yisrael, would you know? Um, we happened to um part ways with our friend that we were with, and I was just curious if uh, he was okay. Uh, to be clear, this is a, a bear man. The bear, the bear, yes, yes, yes. He's gone now, and she just kind of puts a hand on your shoulder. It's best not to think about him anymore. Oh. And then she keeps walking. troubling, because I was trying to hitch that. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. As you know, my husband passed away. Or it'll be would stop. She would stop following. But I, I, was, I was really hoping... To make something of a move. I know he gave off this, like, stern, uh, like, oh, I know best kind of air. But to be honest, that's kind of what I'm into. Uh, <laughs> and it would, it's it's she, a shame. I don't want to stop thinking about him because I think there was really something there. Is something, something, can something be done? And she said, he's in the Underwood now. He's gone forever. Come this way. Let's go. And she <laughs> turns around and keeps walking. <laughs> Tin, Tin is, uh, you know, she's definitely, like, uh, treading lightly, but also now she, that's returned of the, like, scared, like, <laughs> <laughs> you see in this shit, you hear in this shit kind of expression. Um, yeah. And she kind of, uh, it's almost like she can feel you give that look to Ertleby because she kind of, as she's walking, she puts her head, she turns her head back a little bit. She's like, when someone goes down there, they don't come back. It's best to move on. Ertleby would, um, Ertleby is a plus two deception. And she's not going to try really hard to like deceive her, but she's going to, she's going to like, just start like welling up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Paddington? She turns around. She does no need to roll. She's she seems very empathetic. Like she turns around and comes up to you and she says, "I'm sorry you knew his name. That makes it harder." Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> you should probably hear Tim say that in the background. Oh my god! And um, she says, "the The Underwood's nothing that you ever want to venture to, and it's nothing that you ever recover from, even if you were to recover." I don't know what kind of person you would be, but no one's ever recovered, so that question kind of just, you know, it hangs around. Um, but <laughs> the uh, the Underwood, it's kind of the dark side of the forest. Like, you get to experience all the great things about the forest. The Underwood is where it puts all the things that it doesn't want to affect a good time. You know what I mean? That must have been the whole from earlier when I asked for Oh, did you see the hole? Oh. Yeah. That means you were making some really bad decisions and Oof. I don't know how many times you get to see the hole. Hopefully you know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah, just the once really. I don't know. It doesn't it, it, it maybe you see it once and then you see it like one more time. We should probably stop talking about the Underwood. And she kind of darts her eyes back and forth because it's, I mean, you know. Or it'll be, um. Got it. It's like, <laughs> like snivels, the waterworks stop, and she's like, Paddington. 
But then, like, she's also going to keep moving, yep. going to keep chugging along. It's just, yeah, I mean, but look, you shouldn't even think about that stuff. Because the others have grown to love it here. And you're going to get along fine with them. In fact, uh, after the next game, I'll introduce you all. Next then, game? The next game. Yeah. Can you, can you care to elaborate, Yisrael? Oh, well, I don't know what, what the four is going to pick for the next game. I mean, you guys got to go through that that exciting course. I mean, that's... That was, yeah, you guys did a really good job as far as I tell. Like, it always helps when there's more people that come inside the forest because, like, that's usually the first game that the forest wants to break open. And falling down into the underwood from there is like, gosh, that's the worst. You know what I mean? So it was just wonderful how you just kind of synced up with the forest and... You've made friends with the fairy flies. That's wonderful. They seem to really like you. And yeah, I just, I don't know. There's a lot of excitement about you guys. <laughs> the fairy flies. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They were the ones who, um, who, uh, <laughs> took Paddington to the, you know, where, uh, the fairy flies can't... are kind of like the different thoughts and feelings of the forest. So they're kind of one and the same. Yet somehow a little different. So, ah, yeah. Cool. If you're seeing the fairy flies in a, you know, in a, in a good way, it means the forest must really like you. Can we leave? <laughs> She's kind of laughed. She's like, can we leave? <laughs> she keeps walking. a great time. Um, oh, that's so great to hear. <laughs> um, y- yes, Ril. Um, So, like, these games and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, like, <sighs> is there an end to the games? Like, do you ever go, wow, that's enough games. You're done. <laughs> You're dead. What do you mean? Y- You're done. Done. I'm sorry. I Yeah. Um, yeah, the games end. I mean, of course they end. Okay, so you just, like, you don't have to participate in any games after a certain point? Well, no, there's more games. Why would you want to not play games? I don't understand. Like, wherever you're from, do you do fun stuff and then never do it again? Uh, Like, if you were to create a work of art, would you then break all of your utensils, your your instruments, and then rip your paper apart and go, ah, art is done. I don't know how it works in your world. I don't think the game's in, Tin. <laughs> uh, Tin is racking her brain. Um, uh, and then she's like, yes, real. Yeah. We've been, we've been very honored so far. Oh, um, to, to Some people this- don't. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So ungrateful, those people. Um, we, we appreciate this invitation. Um, but at the same time, um, I'm not sure if you potentially know, but 
uh, outside of the forest, there exists a, a world, and that world is one of many worlds, and we have been given the very important task, similar to how you had the important task of uh, helping the forest, we have to help multiple worlds, and we're kind of irreplaceable in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So while we want to spend time here with you guys for a little bit, um, it would be great if at some point um, we could leave the forest. And then she kind of approaches you both, and she puts a hand on each of your shoulders, and she's like, but don't you understand? That's why you were invited. Those worlds are ending. And then suddenly, all around you, the skies fade to dusk. The shafts of light breaking through the treetops fade out of existence. Fairy flies decorate the air above you as you quickly find yourselves in the middle of the night. Then, group by group, the fairy flies stop glowing. They just start going out. In different areas start going out over and over. Sections of the forest are plunged into total darkness. Yisrael has the sort of smile you find on a child with a fresh cookie, and she tilts her head, she says, Oh another game. I'll and she looks around and recognizes what's going on, she says, I'll see you after hide and seek. Then the fairy flies around her, let their glow go. She disappears as well. The forest has precious little light left. Soon, it will be plunged in total darkness. You hear Yisrael's voice one last time. By the way, you're not it. That's when a deep rumble begins further away from you in the woods. What do you do? Oh, sweet Earth Jesus. Leaps on top of <laughs> Untin. <laughs> and does pass without trace before she even has a chance to think about it. Okay. So we get a plus yeah. 10 to our sneakiness. Cool. <laughs> um, Tin is going to say... We need to get to a tree. We need to get to high ground. So she's going to make for the closest tree to try and climb it. So real quick, um, just to get, give you guys a little bit of um, uh, structure, you have, it seems like, a few rounds to make your moves. After X number of rounds pass, the game starts. So round one, Ertleby does pass without trace. Tin, what do you do? Uh, run for a tree Okay. with Ertleby. Okay, give me a quick strength check. Um, 17. Great. All right. Um, can you see in the dark? Um, I don't think I can. Yeah, I don't think so either. So you start running into the darkness. (laughs) When you put it like that, um, so like we're only surrounded by trees or is there like trees? Yep. Like, are there any rocks? Mm, No. Bushes. Those okay, aren't rocks. So, Fair. Yeah, Tin's gonna just make slightly her less way dense towards <laughs> towards a tree in the dark. Give me a perception fighting. check at disadvantage to see if you can find your way. Oh. Oh. Okay. Let's see. <clears throat> wow. At disadvantage, I already have like barely anything. All right. Cool. Well, shit. A two. No, I'm lucky. <laughs> Haha! So, 19, but then I'm going to roll this. And so I got, one was a 19 and one was a nat 20, so I'll take the 19. <laughs> yep. So, you actually, you kind of set yourself, and you, you kind of focus a bit, and you remember where a tree was before the lights left, and you take off towards that tree. So, you've got Ertleby in your hands, and 
you get to that tree. Next round, Ertleby. Uh, Ertleby is going to tap Tin um, and cast Dark Vision, which gives um, Tin the ability to see in the dark. Hell yeah. Up to 60 feet. Yay. All right. Okay. Um, this is the second round. Tin, what is your action? Does it look like I can scale the tree? Yeah. Like, is there bran- branches that could support us? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be disadvantaged to climb it with Ertleby. Uh, maybe I could... First, she would probably just ask real quick, Grandma, what do you think of getting to higher ground on this tree? I'm for it. How high up in the tree are we going? Who is it? If the forest is it, the forest will just wiggle its tree and then we'll fall out. Um, so we should make sure we, we go not so high that if we do fall, it's like instant death. It's true. Maybe just high enough to get like a vantage point of spotting something if it's coming towards us like or whatever well is there is there a branch at 30 feet yeah because i think that's high enough like it, heck if there's a branch at 20 feet i'll do that if you climb with Ertleby, it's a disadvantage or you can climb and let Ertleby climb herself i think yeah we should try climbing separately oh, just an athletics check 21 cool yep you quickly scale the tree and make your way up to a uh, branch uh new round this is the third round Ertleby. I'm going to climb up after her. Okay. Give me a strength check. 11. Yep. That's good enough. Cool. And you're probably taking a different branch, I hope? Yes. Okay. 10. Uh, I'm going to cast... Yeah, I think I'm going to cast Silent Image and to make it, like, even though it's in the dark, we don't know what advantages this thing has, so I'm going to make it so that it just looks like it's... Like a normal tree, or like make the extra foliage so that we're like extra covered or something. You cast the spell, and then you basically just create more foliage around you guys. All right, isn't that's it for your round, right? Uh, yes. All right, so the next round, I need you both to roll initiative. Nineteen. I got a eighteen. So it's your your move, Ertleby. You can hear the rumbling get closer and closer, and it seems to be in your area now. Uh, ground is lifting up as, like, basically, like, ground is being pushed up in a path in your general area. Uh, can we climb in the bag of holding? You could. Ertleby's going to, like, hold the bag open to tin and be like, get in. Is there enough, there's enough space for both of us? This is a bag of holding. It's got one job. <laughs> um, uh, Tin will just be like, well, we are we have Pass Without a Trace, we've got the illusion, and we've got this. So, like, yeah, let's just, it's about hiding. So, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, she'll, yeah, she'll go ahead and climb on in. It'll be able to follow. And wait, can wait, we, like, tie we should it to secure the branch? It. Yeah, we'll, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. wrap it around the branch. So, it's, like... That thing where you loop it and then you put it through the loop. Yeah, um, I got you. Megan's got me. Okay, so just give me a basic uh, dex check. Come on, dexterity. You are so not one. All right. <laughs> I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 13. A uh, 13. Okay, that's good enough. So, yeah, the bag actually almost slips. What? And then... You grab it and pull it up, and it kind of loops around the branch. You're like, oh. You just... So you've tied it up, tins inside, and then 
you can see that the earth is rumbling as this kind of burrowed sensation is rushing towards your tree and then explodes and this huge like pile of rocks and wood jump out from the hole and it jumps 30 feet up at you and the rocks and the wood splinter open and create this kind of maw and it goes above you and you look up as it's crashing down on you I need you to make a it's a strength or dexterity saving throw. Your choice. Wait, it can see us because I, I thought my image was enough to. It, you don't see uh, Ertlebe. Um, you don't see any eyes on the creature. All right, I just got a twelve. Hmm. Mm. Um. But I'm. But I'm. Uh. <laughs> how, how do you say? Come on, say you say. Como dice? Como tito lucky? I just rolled a 16 plus 4 is 20. So, yeah, I'm you only take luck points. half damage on this. So, it crashes down on you and it's trying to like bite and tear into you. It's got sharp like precious gemstones for claws as it comes down on you and from the slashing and the actual physical landing of it on you, it deals 14 points of damage and continues falling but you uh, slip out of the tree and then grab onto it with your arms and so you're hanging from that branch now one last thing about it you did not take straight damage when it tore into you it managed to claw into like under your arms part of its mouth burrowed into your neck and left you laughing you have not taken damage. You have taken what is called tickle damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> you find yourself constantly chuckling. You're not really able to straight keep yourself quiet. What this means is you have disadvantage on stealth checks. Oh, no. And all charisma-based checks. It is a new round. And it's Erby's turn. I'm hanging on the branch next to the bag. Yep. Um, If the bag is ripped. Do bad things happen? You would have to roll an arcana check to know that. I've got a plus two for arcana. I'm pretty knowledgeable about arcana. I just got an 18 for arcana. If the bag is overloaded, pierced, or torn, it ruptures and is destroyed. The contents are scattered across the astral plane. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so... (laughs) I don't want something that, like, just tried to bite me with, or, like, <laughs> with rock mouth and um, slash me with uh, diamond claws coming after <laughs> this bag um, and potentially damaging it. Um, and so this, the monster <laughs> is down at the foot of the tree, right? Mm-hmm. And it's made of rocks. Rocks and wood, yep rocks and wood and it's playing hide and seek and it it touched me right does that mean i'm it now you don't know how the rules are working in here you can try to reach out to the forest uh yeah that's what i'm gonna do yeah my turn is gonna be like woo! i'm it now but like very metal in a way that like like there's no real levity it's all like like (laughs) you kind of feel like no. 
Like the, the forest disagrees with you. Keep like not just no, but never. So, okay. Can you describe the creature to me one more time? Like, just sure. like, is it one big rock with like little rocks and then wood or? It is kind of this hulking mass. It's almost kind of like if a shark existed on land, it's got four large thick legs and it's got rocks all over its body. But then underneath, it looks like it's composed of big, harsh chunks of fractured wood. All right, that's... Ertelby's not going to move. She's going to stand next to the the bag. Tin, mm, you can hear Ertelby just like... like You heard this savage, like... <laughs> this huge, vicious attack. But all you hear from Ertelby is just like... <laughs> uh, Tin is going to get out of the bag, which I'm sure is like an action, right? Yeah, it's an action to get out. Yeah, I think I'm going to just get out of the bag and then uh, try and climb even higher so that the thing can't jump up and uh, get me. Okay. Athletics check. 15. Yep. So yeah, you watch as 10 ascends. And I'll yell down to Ertleby is I know we're, I kind of made a mistake telling us to get up in the tree, but maybe if we get high enough, <laughs> you should climb too. Ertleby would nod and, and then say, Tin, I have an idea, but it involves you getting back in the bag. And so she's gonna, she's gonna grab the bag well, and it's, like, uh, it's turn oh, it's, now. it's turn. Yep, it is going to leap up one more time. The first time it leaped out with some kind of tremendous force. This time, like it jumps up 15 feet and then starts scurrying up the tree. Oh, I can fucking climb too, Pedro. <laughs> Are you serious? And it's digging itself into the tree and climbing up next to Ertleby. And then that's a critical hit. No, god damn it! It Pedro. deals 53 damage worth of laughs and hilarity as oh my it God. just like that's not funny it ravages you with giggles okay so uh i'm not dead um but i am unconscious so you well, what happens is that you fall out of the tree you do take an actual nine regular damage from the fall oh. of the tree Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, but right. in terms of tickle damage, damage. Yeah, giggle damage, yeah. Y- you watch as Ertleby falls to the ground. Even though you can hear her shoulders crack into the ground itself, she's cracking up. She's losing her shit. She's just laughing and laughing and laughing. And she's really close to the hole that that creature burst out of. The creature's in the tree and looking up at Tin. Now, Ertleby, new round. I do need you to make a uh, death save, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. In case I die of tickles. I got a 10. All right, you're good. Ertleby's struggling to catch her breath, but she's holding, she's got it for now. Tin. All right, Tin is pissed. Uh, and so she's, she's probably thinking in her mind, she doesn't want to verbally provoke this thing, depending <laughs> on how intelligent it is. Yeah. She's thinking in her mind that it's like, <sighs> she's going to stay in this tree until it knocks her down because it's hopefully going to give Ertleby a little bit of a respite. So she's going to take out her gun. Tin uh, is going to try and sharpshoot the shit out of that thing. Jesus Christ. I got a natural one, but I'm fucking lucky because that's bullshit. Um, (laughs) uh, It's a 16 to hit. You do not pierce its rocky hide. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Despite the, right. the fact it's a giggle fight, yeah. Tin is going to try again 
It's a 13, but she's going to re-roll. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> All right. Ah, oh, fuck. It's a 14. The bullets ricochet off of the uh, rocky hide. This is... Uh, I'm just going to keep climbing up. <laughs> All right. So as soon as you take those shots, it starts to, like, even though it doesn't need to breathe, it starts breathing heavy. And you can feel like it's anger, and then... Oh no. Oh no. You watch as it takes a huge rip out of the tree. You watch as bark flies everywhere, and the tree is... Like, it's it's sundering the tree, and the tree's starting to give, and it's starting to tip. Uh, new round. Erlby, can you give me another save? Oh, I got a nine. Mm. Wait, so is she going to... Is she going to die? Like... Pedro, this is not... Okay. Okay. Alright. Tim. I'm going to cast Featherfall and hopefully get to the ground. You're 90 feet now. You descend at 60 feet around, so next round. I'm coming, Ertleby. (laughs) (laughs) You're slow-mo falling off. You're like scooching down the tree really aggressively. Okay, so you're falling. You pass it, and it's just letting you get below it first. No! If I'm below it, I want to take aim and in the way of Roberto, just aim for its ass. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. 21. Alright, so yeah, you fire off a shot. And you do pierce its rocky butt. <laughs> I just pierce its rocky hide. <laughs> so, nine damage. Um, okay. Nineteen is the uh, next yep. one. Ten damage on that one. Alright, so again, you connect. You break through some of the rock, and you a little bit of wood gets splintered. <laughs> New round, Erdogan. I gotta do my oh, roll, don't I? Christ. Yeah. Thirteen. Um, Alright. And then Ertleby went. Yeah, and I got a 13. Yep. yep. And then it's Tim's turn again. <laughs> so now you land on the ground. Okay. Um, no, I thought it was Ertleby's turn after me. It was, and then she rolled and she had a, a 13 on her death save. And now it's your turn. Yep. Oh, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> Would I happen to know, like, I have a healer's kit? Um, would I happen to know if that would work with, like, what Ertleby's dealing with? No, she's just giggling really hard. So your healer's kit has, like, bandages. It lets you, like, stop bleeding. It doesn't have, like, dad jokes or news of a funeral. Can I pinch her really hard? Absolutely. And see if that snaps her out of it? (laughs) Sure. Alright, I'm gonna pinch her cheek really hard to try and snap her out of it. She gives you about a point of damage, but you're still giggling. Oh, sorry. Right. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm. I'm going to try to pick her up. All right, so you pick her up, and then it's the creature's turn. It kicks itself off of the falling tree, and flies down at you. So I need you to give me a strength or dex save. It's up to you. Uh, so I'll do a strength. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. 
Oh god, while I'm doing this, can I just be like, this is a really fun game, Forrest. Thanks for thinking of it. I would really like it if we could win. Um, and then she's going to... Uh, death. Uh, it's gonna be a 16. Alright, that's a success. So you only take half damage. So you take oh, great. Um, 14 damage as it lands on you and crushes you. Ertleby, you take double that. Ugh. So 28 this is damage. Real, real, real damage. damage. This is real damage, yeah, because it landed on you. It's, it's, it's losing itself in a fury trying to... It's no longer doing tickle damage to uh, Tin. You're, it's, you're taking real damage. Does it look like I'm anywhere close to being able to defeat this thing on my own? It depends on how much... How much stock do you put in the hero's journey? Great. Awesome. Can't wait. We're gonna die here, Ertleby. New round. Ertleby, can you uh, give me a death save? 15. 15? So you have how many successes? Um, that was my third one. Ertleby just like... (gasps) Catches her breath and keeps giggling... And then kind of just like, oh, you know, that you have like that one last laugh at deep in your belly. And then you kind of like take the, you, you, you let your back go into whatever chair you're in. That's Ertleby. Like she is done. What a great time. And then <laughs> the creature that's next to you, it tries to take a bite out of tin. Like it wants to rip her asunder. And then it stopped. And it wants to move forward and it can't. And then it pulls itself back and retreats into the hole that it came from and oh my god <laughs> um, the forest suddenly is bathed in morning light oh jesus and it comes back out and jumps for tin and its whole jaw becomes dislocated and it's going to try to swallow you whole what the that's f- when the fairy flies <laughs> rush in and spin around it and keep gaining speed until there's a burst of sun uh, a burst of starlight and it's gone and then the fairy flies come over and they help you up and then they kind of dance along Ertleby and one of them goes right underneath her nose and kind of tickles her and <laughs> Ertleby you sneeze and you wake up and the fairy flies are floating around in anticipation waiting to see what you guys say so that damage, though, was that real? Can I? Right now, the fairy flies are just floating around in anticipation, waiting to see. Um, Ertleby would like put like a rock star hand up in the air. She's like, mm-hmm. she's kind of like, <laughs> kind of like leaning back on on her back. There's an explosion yeah. of sunlight again, almost as if like a second dawn somehow <laughs> happened, right? And both of you feel like you have just had the the most restful sleep possible. You've just experienced another long rest. Yeah, tennis tens like probably still on her back, and she's just, like very like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> so glad Ertleby's having a good time. But um, yeah. So you kind of pick yourself up. And you're all rejuvenated, like I said. There's a lightness to your step. And yeah, it feels like you had just another great, amazing rest. Tin, you pick yourself up. You're full of life again. You feel better than you ever have before, almost. And then you turn and look at Ertleby. And then I go, oh my god, (laughs) Ertleby, you're so young. Like, what is happening? Who, me? Yeah, to me, 
I, what I see is you're in your same outfit. Um, but you, your hair, I, I think is, I don't know what the original color of your hair is. Yeah. yeah. Ertleby's got like thick black hair. Ertleby, you, I mean, Ertleby looks almost completely rejuvenated. Yeah. What does Ertleby look like when she's in her, essentially her, her young twenties? Is that fair? Uh, she's got big, dark eyes, really thick, bold eyebrows, um, and just this total mop of hair. It's really, really thick and, and big, just sitting on top of her. And she has a, she has a mouth that doesn't look like it smiles very often. Our old Ertleby has all these like laugh wrinkles and crinkles and stuff, but this Ertleby has a sort of, at least initially, kind of more reserved air. And as you look at Tin, Tin looks pretty much the same. <laughs> My, maybe you can see that she's carrying herself a little better, but that's the the pro and con, I suppose, of being a forged is that her body doesn't age. Yeah, I'm probably just so shiny now, though, that I'm like reflecting. There you go. I like everything. that. Yeah. You could like see a reflection. Yeah, this tin physically maybe has never seen a battle. Tin, you're looking very sexy. <laughs> uh, tin, uh, now that she's kind of catching on to things, is as uh, she's like, you know, she is flattered, but she's like not uh, fooled anymore, I guess. And she's like, we have to get out of here. Um, we can't be stuck here forever. Who knows how much time has passed, how long our friends have been waiting for us. The entire world could literally be decaying or decayed uh, while we're here. We need to leave immediately. I agree completely. Or it'll be would kind of like whisper to Tin. We have to find a way of doing this without getting kicked into the under forest underworld, the under, you know, the under place, under tail, under what, which, what was it, Pedro? Underwood. Underwood. The one forest related word I did not say. And as Um, you start to whisper back and forth, that's when Yisrael comes from around a tree and starts walking towards you. He's like, I'm so sorry you lost. And we'd like, or I would big smiles and be like, "We lost." I uh, yeah, I it, it 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 took you out like really fast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then, I, oh, I mean, good thing the fairy fly stuck around. She looks at Tin because that was. I don't know what you did to it. Like you pointed that stick, and it just started recoiling. But you made it mad. It had to be sent away. So you won't see it again, at least. And she kind of shrugs. Uh, thank you, fairy flies. And then she looks and she's like, you guys, you two are looking great. Yisrael, thank you. I'm, I'm really having so much fun with the forest here. That's, that's why I'm so sad that I might not be able to, to play gay. Uh, you know, actually, I'm going to tie my shoe. Hang on a second. Sure, sure. And then as you do that, that, she looks over at Tin and she's like, just so you know, you shouldn't, whatever you did, you shouldn't, you really probably shouldn't do again. Like, don't be so afraid of the forest. You can't die. Not up here anyway. Duly noted. And then what do you do, Erdely? Uh, just, just, um, Erdely would bounce up and be like, we're up somewhere? We're, 
we're up as opposed to down. Could you tell me more about that? Sure. Down is the Underwood. And she kind of just gives you a look like, come on. Oh, so when did we when did we rise up here? I just really confused. You didn't rise. You can just go lower. It's ground. But we're on ground right now. Yes. And you're not in the Underwood, which means you are up here. Oh. I don't even, I really shouldn't be talking so much about the Underwood. And she kind of tries to say, we need to meet the others. Come on. Thanks for listening to part two of Fun Times in the Forest. You can reach Megan at Doodle for Food on Twitter, and you can hit up Olivia at Olivia Walch on Twitter as well if you want to let them know what you thought of the episode. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. You continue to make all this possible, and being able to do this podcast means a lot to me right now, so thank you. The music from this episode comes from Kevin McLeod. You can find his work at Incompetech.com. The sound effects come from Sirenscape, which you can find at Sirenscape.com. But for real dough. <laughs> Is that a pun? Did you go for the pun? No. Oh. Yes, real dough. Why like is she a dough? dough? Like deer, female deer. Yeah. A female deer. Yeah. Um. Okay. So she wait. So she is a deer. No, I was reaching. She's like a. <laughs> She's not really. It's a horse like. So mm. I could have said deer, and it would have worked just as well. It's just kind of that bipedal quadruped cross vein. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Not that. Wait a second. What about this one? Okay. So um, she's going to use one of her two actions to get out of the bag. And then I think, uh, so obviously I I wouldn't know, like, because I probably couldn't see. um, But assuming, like, she sees Ertlebee's, like, um, been hit. Uh, her uh, thought wait, is... Wait, you have two actions? Yeah. How? Because I am a level six fighter and I have two actions. You, have, you can attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack mm-hmm. action. What? Yeah, it's called extra attack. You get it at fifth level. Oh, I thought... Oh, I yeah. thought it was extra action. Nope, no, extra attack. Mm, that's lame. Pedro, <laughs> why do you have to why do you have to ruin my fun? <laughs> That's bullshit. Alright. <laughs> so then I don't do anything. Yep. Um and then quick question. Uh it says that I'm unstoppable. It says advantage on saving throws is what I have as my notes. Does that only mean death saving throws? Death saves. Only saves? death saves, yeah. Oh, why can't you just let me have one thing, Patreon? I did. I gave you death save near immunity. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, 
that's radical. Ertleby's got her little rock on fingers. <laughs> Give me like, half a second. You guys can <laughs> chit chat, but try not to talk about the game. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty deeply enmeshed in the role playing right now. <laughs> is there an Olivia or is there just Ertleby <laughs> rocking out <laughs> in the forest? <laughs>